1: What up Mary Jane?
2: How's it going Mike?
1: It's going great. Welcome to Weed and Grub everybody. This is a podcast about weed and grub and food and sex and pop culture
2: and everything good under the sun.
1: Oh speaking of sun, uh, our guest today yes. has a lot of wonderful things to say about that sun.
2: So amazing. We yeah. went to Jim Belushi's home here in L.A. and heard all about his cannabis farm in Oregon.
1: It's a huge farm. It's a beautiful home. He's a
2: beautiful man. He sure is. Yeah. He's the nicest, the kindest, the coolest. We got to walk around his gorgeous property with his amazing dog, Cashew. You're right? Yeah. Yeah,
1: Cashew comes up to your waist. Big old uh, German could, Shepherd. Yeah, he could put his paws on your shoulder like you're going to go to prom and dance.
2: He put his head in my lap and it felt like a grizzly bear.
1: You're in tune with animals. End of the day, you're in tune with animals. <laughs>
2: That's really nice. Thank you. My yeah. cat is way more in tune with you than he is with me, though.
1: Well, I am not. I don't want to talk about our love affair.
2: Oh, okay. We'll leave it be. But yeah, Bobo found his person and it's not me. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> you know.
1: I do know. I like him so much. He's one of the only animals I've ever liked. Wow. So, yeah. Do you have a new Grubli Gazette Presents Word on the Tree today?
2: I do. So, follow at Word on the Tree. And the story is that... CBD uh, while it's seen a surge of popularity there really hasn't been that much that much data that's come in and so this uh, Published study found that while CBD doesn't bind to the same receptors in your brain that THC does So it's not psychoactive like THC is the effects that it does have um, Do affect your sleep in your mood and possibly um, also anxiety and that is clinical data
1: That it helps emotional
2: Yes disease that it can help regulate It can help regulate regulate mood and anxiety
1: that's so nice to hear. This is a positive story you chose yeah. this week. It's
2: awesome. It's yeah. on a website called theconversation.com, which is um, an academic website where studies are published and papers are discussed. And it's just great. It's called CBD Rising Star or Popular Fad. And then it kind of breaks it down. And it you know gets into the fact that, yes, there are some applications that are being touted for CBD as being like a cure-all miracle drug that are probably or definitely not true, but that it does have benefits. And there are scientific data to back that up.
1: Fuck Yes. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to talk about snake oil. Is that okay? Yeah everybody who is anybody is kind of into CBD and it's like oh it's a new trend but a lot of people are just like yo this is just a trend this is just a fad because they're trying to put the squash on it whether they're for like pharmaceutical help or just drink booze shut up or whatever it is right and so to to have a little bit of demystifying that it's snake oil is really good
2: well we all have an endocannabinoid system and the cannabis plant contains cannabinoids which actually work with our endocannabinoid system so that's the amazing thing we will at some point be able to dial in which cannabinoids are right for you specifically with your system
1: yeah yeah right it's like i love lasagna but i love it at this temperature
2: right i like it with bechamel you might like it with, um... Just
1: like a cottage cheese ricotta blend. Oh, wow. A little bit of shredded Parmesan on top. Midwest style, huh? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, making a bechamel. Why? Just add different cheeses. That's like a bechamel cheesecake. But
2: did you say cottage cheese?
1: Yeah, cottage cheese. That's a big mid Midwestern lasagna trick.
2: Yeah. yeah. And ground beef in there?
1: Yeah. Oh, always ground beef. Any spinach? Why?
2: I am so hungry right now. <laughs> Can we um, do Buds of the Week? Oh, let's get into Buds of the Week. We have
1: some great ones this week, everybody.
2: Yeah. Um, Who are you going with this week?
1: Okay, so my Bud of the Week. I have known him for a really long time since I moved to LA, and he is someone I hit it off with right away, and we just had a heck of a week together. And so I just want to celebrate him because it's always nice to have people in your circle, that you know are gonna be in your circle forever. And so my butt of the week this week is Ryan Howard. Yeah. Yeah, my boy.
2: Hi Ryan.
1: Hi Ryan, thank you so much for this week. Uh, I don't wanna get into too much detail except that you know how I get a little antsy and a little detail-oriented as you've said. hmm Yeah, I appreciate big picture people who can be like, yo, chill out on that. Think about this.
2: Mm-hmm. And also just like super fun to hang out and smoke weed with. Oh, right. We've done so much good stuff together. We've gone to sound baths. We went to Malibu to a 420 dinner party last year. Mm-hmm. And like there were mermaids frolicking in a pool. And we had this incredible dinner by Holden. Yeah. Altered plates. Oh,
1: shout out altered plates. Shout yeah. out Holden. Hey, by the way, congrats Holden. You, uh, your kimchi recipe is published in bookstores everywhere in the new Bong Appetit book. So um, really quick, if you want to check out Ryan, he is also an incredible photographer. And so his Instagram is just photos. He's taken. He was just in Japan. Highly recommend those photos. And it is at Ryan Howe Rad.
2: Ah, I see what he did there. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your butt of the week? My butt of the week is my friend Ben, our friend Ben. Um, at Real Ben Tina. Ben um, kind of saved my bacon when I moved to Los Angeles. Like I didn't uh, land easily right away. I was sort of in a sublet and then I moved in with someone and it didn't work out and I was like, I have a dog and a cat and I'm new to town and Ben swooped in, saved the day, gave me a place to live for a year and a half. And I kind of got back on my feet from like, I wasn't in a great place when I moved to Los Angeles. And he was just like this safe, wonderful friend who gave me sanctuary with my animals. And we just smoked a lot of weed together and wrote about weed and enjoyed watching movies and all that kind of stuff. And he's just a great dude. And he's my butt of the week. What's his IG? At Real bentina. He's very fun. Yeah. He's like pretty, pretty into like making dad jokes. <laughs> yeah. Cause he,
1: he is a, yeah. Yeah. He has a dad. It's weird. Like they, like somebody knocked on his door and instead of it a subpoena and it was like, you're allowed to make the worst puns all the time.
2: That's pretty much. Yeah. That's his thing. It's like, as you know, he's just like, and he talks a lot about things being lit in a really funny way. He makes me laugh so hard. So yeah, follow Ben. He's really fun and he's just a great person and you know, he's part of my family.
1: That's what's up. Yeah. Speaking of family. Yeah. How cool was it to eat with Jim Belushi at his table as soon as we got there and just feel like we were all hanging and chatting?
2: Made to feel so welcome. It was so lovely. We brought him some Sunrise coffee um, from our friends in Port Townsend, Sunrise.
1: It is a juicy roast.
2: And it was awesome. He immediately, Jim was like, oh, well, let's make some. And so we brewed up Mm -hmm. a pot, drank a bunch of coffee, ate some crackers, chilled in his kitchen, and uh, yeah, I felt like... Yeah. he made us
1: feel at home right away
2: absolutely it was wonderful yeah what a gracious gracious man what a, like a warm funny gracious human
1: well the stories he told us were i didn't expect them i expected this to be kind of a interview that goes like oh hi what are you here to talk with us about we are here to support that thing but instead he was like you want to hear some stories yeah so i'm like- into it with that being said here's our interview with jim belushi let's do you want to start with the farm yeah. Let's start with the farm. Yeah. So, the farm. The farm. So, <laughs> Belushi's Farms
2: is now like an up-and-running cannabis operation. Correct. Right? That started out when you bought the property pre, pre-cannabis time, pre time. Yeah, I, I,
3: think, I, I think I'm think i going on my sixth year there on the Rogue River. I bought uh, 13 acres of the Elks Picnic Grounds. Mm-hmm. And I built a house next to all that. And the farm... Next to me, was 80 acres, and I came up. It's just, to me, this spiritual vortex. And right in the middle of that vortex, I put a sweat lodge, Native American sweat lodge. Whoa. And so I do sweats there, go into the river, and let the river spirits fill me with that cold water. By the way, that's the same water we feed the plants with. Mm -hmm. It comes in at almost a perfect pH. So it goes anywhere between 66 six and 72 but mainly about 66. Six. Straight so, out of the river. Straight out of the you don't river. do treat it at all? Uh, when it goes up to 72 we bring it down a little bit, you know, yeah. a little citric acid in there but
2: Wow. Amazing. So you're, you're really farming.
3: Oh no, I got the I got the river spirits coming into these beautiful plants. I got father sun shining on my plants. I mean there's 292 days of sunshine in southern Oregon. I'm right in the middle of the Banana Belt, which is known for its its um, geography as the place to grow marijuana.
2: Mm-hmm. It's where all the great Pinot Noirs come from, right? You know, so, like the terroir.
3: The terroir of Eagle Point is awesome. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Do you feel like it really translates? Like you can actually taste the difference in terroir now that you're a cannabis expert. Like that you. Oh. Someone's here I don't
3: know who that may be I'm so sorry No problem
2: Pause to answer the door
3: This is going to be one of those recorded You know, you're (laughs) banking. Hello what that girl two three times a day she just doesn't listen can you
2: get off that list (laughs) you got to be able to do something
3: oh there's an app somebody told me about called uh i I don't know how to set it up but it's called (laughs) hiya
0: i've Uh never heard yeah that
3: that can uh, if you know how to program it it'll get those calls those repeating calls from those repeating numbers and stop it but i mean have unroll me which is a great app oh yeah so
1: nice, isn't it great? Yeah. How many you got? I, I've gotten rid of like 138, I think, companies. What?
3: 138? Like yeah. Wait. I was up. I was on a lot of lists. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wow. Tell, tell me you're in 138.
1: You got nonsense. I got
3: 693 on <laughs> oh. one.
1: Oh my god.
3: Just on one site, and on my other site, I have. Wow. Boom. I boom. Keep, yeah, I keep trying to get rid of those politicians. 1192. Unsubscribed. Un, yeah.
2: Unrolled.
3: That that's why this uh, unrolled. You're free. How do people get Freier. your
2: email? Isn't it private?
3: Well, yeah, but you send it you know, you order something from Amazon or you order yep. something from
1: Yeah. I do one Instagram post and then I'm getting stuff from I don't even know
3: where they're selling my information. Yeah. I mean that's that's a business. So mm. <laughs> and then it's another business to come up with an app to get rid of the other business <laughs> yeah. and then the app is starting to send me ads. It's like, come on, man.
1: Have you always been into the earth? Has this is this something I saw that you built you build, you do all of this, but we're talking about like
2: Farming. Farming. Well, you know <laughs>
1: being spiritual.
3: Being <laughs> well, a part of the I've nature. always been a little bit on a spiritual track I mean you know, starting at fifteen smoking pot and doing acid but you know back in the early 70s you know yeah that's uh, you know Huxley's doors of perception I mean after that first journey I turned around and looked around in the world around me and went something's wrong here huh. including what's in my family and what's going on in the school and, and then followed my brother's generation basically and they were led the way to an open consciousness to what's going on in the world you know so yeah, I've always been kind of on a spiritual track. Always, whether it's papatua and ayahuasca to Buddha to Gandhi to you know Angel Michael to Jesus to Muhammad, they're all one.
2: Have you d- taken ayahuasca?
3: Yes, I did. Of course I did. I went to Peru.
2: Can you tell us about it? Oh. I've never, I've, I've, uh, I love psilocybin and I, I've enjoyed my acid trips, but I'm a little scared about
3: oh, you that should be, journey. You should be terrified.
2: Yeah. Okay, good.
3: It's terrifying. Okay. Um, but I learned, uh, learned so much about myself during that time.
2: Did you just do it once, or was it a series? I, did, I of, think I
3: did about eight ceremonies. Wow. Yeah. On that three trip. different times, yeah.
2: Like, oh, you went down three different yeah, times? Yeah, yeah. Wow. And did you feel like you were relearning the same thing, or that it was opening up no. the door every time? <laughs>
3: no. Like, I well, yeah, I don't I don't there are many things to learn yeah. in my... life. <laughs> oh, I, mean, did
2: you like... I got
3: it. <laughs> okay. No, you don't. You just got one step, my son.
2: I just know there's cashews barking in the background. I, I, I ask because, um, I don't know, do you know who Sasha Shulgin was? He was the godfather of ecstasy and he synthesized MDMA and then he synthesized a bunch of other um, psychoactive compounds and he said that the one thing that scared him the most was his experience with ayahuasca. Yeah. Because he heard when he um, took it, I believe with his wife, someone telling him that he wasn't welcome there, wherever he went on that trip. And I just, um, I don't know, I just wonder, like, what a, what a, how do you face it? Like, how, how do you well, first just, like, of all, this, summon the courage to do it in the first very, place?
3: It's it, very important that you trust the, the shaman involved. Okay. And because he's from America and he's extremely brilliant,
2: mm-hmm.
3: you understand everything he's saying. And he does guide you. Okay. So there are, it's like. Uh, Like at one point he was saying, "How you doing? Are you all right?" And I said, "Well, I got all these little monkeys chattering monkeys in my ears. You know, they're saying some really, you know, scary shit. You know, like." I didn't tell him this, but they were saying, this is a fraud. You're not welcome here. Yeah. This place is bullshit. They're just taking your money. This is a cult. This is a con. This is this. Get the fuck out of here. Get your stuff and get out of here. Get out of here now while you can't. Right? And so that scares you. Yeah, yes. that's
2: terrifying.
3: And they said, are you all right? And I said, well, I got these chattering monkeys. He goes, okay. So he did another eat gross. And in the eat gross, he had these singing bowls, and he was singing in a beautiful voice, you know, it's all about reverberation and sound, and and he would hit these bowls, ding, 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 right, and I dropped off the chair, down to my knees, and I just fell on my back in this little pad that was there, and, a long breath, and he stopped. And I said, "What the hell did you do?" He goes, "Well, you were said you had monkeys on your shoulders talking in your ears." I said yeah. He goes, "Yeah, I shot them <laughs> with the with, with the singing bowls, right?" Uh huh. He goes, "They're all off your shoulder." I said, "Yeah, I'm free of that." He goes, "Yeah, easy." I said, "Well, the monkeys were sending me messages. They must have got the messages from." the gorillas oh no <laughs> I said tomorrow let's go gorilla hunting Wow! let's go deep and find out where all that negative stuff he goes well the ego doesn't like me doesn't like Papa Tua, doesn't like ayahuasca doesn't like those things because it threatens their control so they're going to say everything they can to hold you back from this experience and I said okay let's go man and it was after that fear then it was a a rush to the light and the experience of the light and it was uh quite it's not just terrifying it's also joyful and insightful and terrifying when you hit another barrier yeah but i let go of so many things That second night, just that second night when we went gorilla hunting, the deep-rooted stuff with the relationship with my mom, the the traumatic stuff that happened around my brother John, uh, there was just so much residual shit going on that was just like, just a cleansing.
2: Like it helped you cope with grief? Do you feel like...
3: Let go of a lot of grief processing. Oh yeah, let go of a lot of it. I mean, yeah. you know, there's the, uh, I mean, they pride themselves on helping addicts.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, that that ayahuasca is like a great for addicts mm-hmm. to release uh, addiction, depression, anxiety, addiction. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it was it was a journey. I mean, that's the word journey.
1: That's the I've never heard of, like. My ego, like not betraying me. It's not that it was betraying you, but it was like it was inside you. Like just having that kind of control inside you
3: without being knowledgeable of it is very. Well, I, okay, I'll tell you another. You, you got me going here. I mean, yeah, my farm's great and the weed is great, yeah, but yeah. let's no, uh, see <laughs> yeah. So, at one point in the ceremony, I you kind of sit in a chair and you just kind of slumped over and you're feeling what's going on. And I felt these two hands come up underneath my armpit to lift me, right, like to help me walk. And I went, oh, the assistants are taking me to the bathroom. And I opened my eyes, and there was nobody there. And I went, oh, okay, I'm going to just close my eyes and go with this. So I closed my eyes, and I saw myself getting up and walking, and I couldn't see who was behind me holding me. And then I turned around, and I saw... A conference table with lots of chairs around, leather chairs. And I was at the head of the table. And I was sat down at the head of the table. And in those chairs were like different little creatures, spirits. Like, couldn't really make out their faces, but you could see there were things, you know. And I I was at the... And there was something that felt really good about it, right? And I discussed it with the shaman. I said, you know, what the hell was going on in that vision? He said, well, I think Papa Tu and the spirits are saying, you're not the the head of your table. You're not the CEO of your life right now. You've taken a side seat. You're one of the workers for whoever's sitting at the head of your table who could be fear, doubt, jealousy, resentment, trauma, whoever it is sitting up there, they're running it. So the spirits are basically saying, you run these spirits. You can't get rid of them. You've got them all in you. But you can run them. For example, like you make a bad turn and you turn into some scary neighborhood that you've never been in, right? And you start to get scared. And your fear spirit's like, turn left. Turn left. So you turn left. Turn left again. You turn left. Floor it. You floor it and all of a sudden, you break out and there's the ocean. Mm -hmm. You feel safe, right? So now when you do other things, this fear spirit comes in and goes, don't do that. Do this. Don't do that. Get out of here. And you listen to that fear spirit. And then when you challenge it like you do in that moment that I was expressing, the fear spirit and the doubt spirit are saying, hey, man, didn't, didn't I just save you? Didn't I just save you? I got you out of that bad neighborhood. Come on, man. And the shaman and he goes, they're part of you, these spirits. And you know what spirits want to do, just like you, Jim? They want to work. They like their job. They feel they got a promotion. And you're firing them. <laughs> and they're going to fight. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So you just say in a very calm way, I love you. I know what you're doing. Thank you so much. You got me out of that neighborhood. That's so sweet of you. So sit back down over there and when I need you, I'll call you. Well
1: blah, blah, blah. Shh, 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 shh,
3: shh. go sit down, We'll work it together again. That was a big shift, Ooh. paradigm shift for me. Yeah, It's like, wow, I let my fear and my doubt Wow, help me with some bad decisions I've made. Mm-hmm. So it's that kind of enlightenment that happens.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Visual, it's a very visual, you know. But you can open your eyes and you're fine. Right. You know. Yeah.
1: But uh, to bring that into the physical world for a second, because I came in here wondering, you've had a TV show with your name on it. You have this farm with your name on it. You carry a lot of weight on your shoulders, but it seems like that feeds you. And that is like you. I don't know if you enjoy it, but you are at the head of a lot of tables throughout your life.
3: Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a lot of responsibility. You can yeah. make some bad decisions, hmm. you know. It's like being a father. You know, it's you, you, it's a responsibility. I'm at the head of the table, and it's it's tough on a man mm-hmm. to make right decisions. You know. Yeah. But hopefully, some of the decisions that you make aren't fatal, and it's just a mistake, and everybody learns from it. But I always follow my passion. Uh, something that that fully engages me, and I just kind of go with it. Like, Danny got me involved with the Blues Brothers. I go, well, I really don't sing blues. He goes, well, learn. Hmm. And for twenty five years, it was like cracking my chest open and taking my heart out and re pumping it and putting it back in. This music and this journey that I've gone on with Danny and the Blues Brothers has been just so joyful. Hmm. Acting did the same thing. It led me to joyful experiences and ensemble work with other people and doing something together and communicating with a large audience and having a relationship. And this this plant is the same way. It's like I started it as kind of a business and then the plant has kind of led me into this spiritual journey. And the more I study it, the more engaged I am. And just a better human being I think i become and I can have an effect on the community. I mean, laughter has an effect on the community, music has an effect on the community, and the healing of this plant will have an effect on the community. Mm-hmm. And I'm involved with these three things as passions. And the money always came after, I mean, you know, as an actor you always say, especially as a musician, you say, you pay me to travel, but the gig is for free.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
3: right. You know, because yes. the, I mean, I'm just I'm having a ball You're dancing with a six foot Canadian, Danny Ackroyd. It's like, <laughs> I'm dancing with this guy, I'm laughing, I'm singing uh-huh. with the ensemble of musicians, collaboration, engagement. So I'm finding that in this cannabis world, too.
1: In the music world, there. Have you found those moments of escape where you don't even remember what was going on on stage? You were just, you found the blues for yourself? Well,
3: to be honest here, that's when I know a scene has gone well. Uh-huh. Well, like when there, you don't
2: remember it, right?
3: Uh, I, there's about three actors, Dana Delaney, Michael Caine. And when I acted in these scenes with them and looking into their eyes and character and their character, and they go, cut, it almost felt rude because it was like, what What was that? Oh, yeah, right. We were doing a scene. Yeah. So you get so lost in the moment. And that's where the beauty is, you know. That's And that's what I search for. It's, to me, it's what I call magic. And I've said this before. I'm a magic chaser.
1: Mm. There it is. Yeah.
3: I'm chasing the magic. And where's the magic here? Where's the magic in music? Where's the magic in acting? Where's the magic in cannabis? It's not about getting high necessarily, although that allows you and opens you up for magic. But being a steward of it, to see veterans hug me when they smoke that black diamond and say, this allows me to talk to my family. This allows me to sleep. Mm -hmm. It's like, he's the one that said it to me, actually. I said, "I, I I didn't make it, man. I think it was nobody are the steward and i was like wow he gave me that responsibility mm-hmm. so everything i have on the farm in order for it to be real and authentic i have to have my fingers in it so i know it's there mm-hmm. and i'm not selling anything to make money although money will come but uh it's a lot of trust What's that? To trust that
1: money will come because you well, love Well, you
3: know, Wilson, I got a luxury. I got my according to Jim money. Danny's got his Ghostbusters money. Sure. You know, I, I, I have a little luxury because if, if it didn't work out, I'm still going to be fine.
1: But I bet a lot of people come to you and say, I got an awesome business idea, Jim. And all it's going to take is a little investment on your part. And look at this beautiful portfolio and da da da. I I feel like people have approached you with their ideas like that quite a few times. Uh,
3: You know how many meetings I've had in the last three years (laughs) in this business? Yeah. I've learned a lot. (laughs) I take those meetings. I have a really simple thing. And by the way, I explained it to them before the meeting, so it's not a secret. I say, look, you know the Pirates of the Caribbean in Disneyland? Yeah. When you come out, you go up those stairs and you go into the little Pirates of the Caribbean store and they get the little pistols and the swords and and they have a map that's got a little ribbon tied around it, rolled up. And then you open it up, you fold it out and all the edges are burned. And there's a hand drawing of mountains with little dots going up the mountain, down to the beach and there's the Caribbean. And there's a big X. X is where the treasure is, right? So in all these meetings, all they talk about is the X, hmm. right? How they just that? talk about how the jewels, the money, the money, the marketing, the skews, the skews, the money, the money, the IPO, the RPO, the reverse takeover, the the, and I want I I the map is on the table, and I go okay, okay, okay. Now tell me about these little dots here that's going up the mountain. That's what I want to talk about. Uh-huh. Let's talk about the journey and making sure every foot we take is real, authentic, not cheating anybody. We're moving in an honorable way. We're going to take advantage of every loophole you know the government gives you. You know because they're there. They're there. But that's what everybody does. That's about being a smart businessman or whatever. But I don't want to be in an airport and someone come up to me and say, Belushi, your stuff is shit. You know? <laughs> I don't want Danny Aykroyd, who's nominated for an Academy Award, mm-hmm. who's Mr. Ghostbuster, Mr. Satan, who's a legend. Great vodka, by the way. Great, great vodka. <laughs> uh-huh. Crystal Head Vodka is the best vodka. And he, by the way, you should hear his rap and how they... How they uh, ferment it and they clean it. I mean, there's None. nothing in that. There's no plastics. There's no citrus. There's, it's the cleanest yeah. vodka. Three strains. I mean, he does the whole thing. Strains it three times through rocks and diamonds. I don't even know. You know, <laughs> angels whisper. Angels it whispering waddling. in it. You know. <laughs> and, you know, who's already got money. I, I don't want anybody saying, "Hey, man, you know your stuff sucks." So the purpose has to be a higher purpose. And that purpose has to be, I hate to be cliche about it, but a mission from God. Uh You know, if we were to redo the Blues Brothers, that orphanage would be a part of a children's hospital where there are kids suffering from seizures and different diseases and illnesses. And the penguin says you've got to go out there and legalize marijuana so I can give this stuff to these kids because I can't stand giving them any more opioids. Jake Elwood, get out there and legalize marijuana. And then there we go, oh, we're on a mission from God. <laughs> so I feel that I'm on this mission because it does go all the way back to my brother John who died of a drug overdose of opiates. Uh, I mean, it was a cultural thing at the time. It was, they didn't think of marijuana as uh, a medicine. They thought of it as a drug. Um, It was a baby boomer generation. I think my brother suffered from CTE, and I think he used a lot of it as medicine. And he kind of moved on up the scale. And Danny's greatest quote from Danny is, you know, if your brother John was a pothead, he'd be alive today. Hmm. Which is true. So it all comes... There's, there's so many purposes going on. And I'm talking way too much. Like, coffee is so good. You Woo! got me chatting <laughs> like... I don't even think you guys said a word. Uh, it's great. People must be getting so bored with me.
2: People are so excited to hear about things like the Blues Brothers reboot. Oh, yeah. Or <laughs> any of your ideas, I think. I'm well, that's certainly... not
3: happening. So don't put that on uh, out there. Well, I'm just saying if. Right.
2: If. Mmm. Mm.
1: Mary Jane, Mm. what are you eating?
2: Oh, hi, Mike.
1: Hey, sorry. I seem to have caught you while you were snacking. Mm.
2: Oh, I'm just licking this um, icing off my fingers. I made cupcakes. Mm. Wait a
1: minute. Mm. Do you use the magical butter machine to make cupcakes?
2: You know I did. Buttercream frosting.
1: Oh my gosh, infused buttercream frosting? Yep. That's the beauty of the magical butter machine. You can make anything with it, whether it's butter, oil, tinctures, gummies, chocolates. It's literally a one-stop shop and one-button push to make anything you can imagine.
2: It's perfect for the home chef to make edibles of all kinds. You will be very popular with your friends and it comes with everything you need. It comes with a purify filter bag to strain your infusion and a silicone love glove. To Which help is you. what you
1: were just sucking on. I know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so if you want to get your very own magical butter machine, go to magicalbutter.com and enter the promo code WEEDANDGRUB at checkout for $30 off.
1: Yeah, for $30 bucks off. It's yeah. beautiful. Hey, can I get one of those cupcakes?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, thank you, have, you. Give me 30 dollars though
1: mm. alright <laughs> no I'll share it with you Yeah,
2: it's for free you're my friend thanks you're welcome <laughs>
1: mm. would you
3: ever go to Burning Man I've been to Burning Man you have what? been what
2: year wow
3: I think maybe five years ago what'd you think I loved it yeah I loved it I mean for me you know the only disappointing thing for me was that there was really no live music
2: Oh, yeah, it's all like dance, EDM. Yeah,
3: yeah, I had my harmonica ready to jump up with some bands. Yeah, right. There was one band I saw. But then I found out it's because of that dust. Yeah. Ruins instruments, ruins mm. saxophones and trumpets. And But it was a great experience. It was beautiful, spiritual, and the temple. Yeah. Burning of the temple was like... Uh,
2: that's another thing that people do, I think, to process grief. When I went to Burning Man.
3: Oh, that is the grief circle.
2: Yeah. That's like attaching a lot of things to that those flames. Are you it's kidding me? I'm
3: like, I'm nailing, I'm like, can I have this section over here? I've got a lot of things I want to let go of. I mean, well, Jim, we all kind of want to share this area and you're talking too loud right now. I'm like, okay, can I just put, can I write over here? I get so much stuff on one of the right. Yeah. Burn it, baby. Burn it, burn it.
2: Yeah. I would love to know more about the combining of your passions, music and acting, and cannabis into making something that people do want to watch. Like, there is so little good uh, cannabis-focused entertainment out there. Can you make it? What would it look like? Well,
3: it'd be just... um, it would just be a couple weeks premature to tell you what exactly it's going on. Oh. But yes, I'm 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 definitely going in that area. Amazing. Yeah. Okay.
1: Great. Thank yeah. you for ushering
0: it in.
3: Yeah, yeah, I mean it's it's a tough one because you know, there's a problem in the, in the marketplace and that is uh advertising.
1: Right. Fucking, sorry.
3: Yeah, no, yeah. fucking advertising. And you know, I talked to this guy was the president of the Sony's and Apple. Now he's a really smart guy. Good guy. Actually, he lives down the river from me. Hmm. And I was talking to him about that problem. He goes, yeah. Yeah, we had a problem with Breaking Bad because it was on Crystal Meth. Crystal Meth show. And we had troubles with advertisers, too, until the show was good. And he goes, then they, they were clawing at it. Yep. So here they're advertising, you know, all cheer. And then there's these guys blowing Crystal Meth. So... You know, you gotta find somebody who sees that, knows that, and can get it through their sales department. Because even in movies and television, any movie that they choose, any television show that they choose, then they send it to the marketing department and the advertising people. Yep. Can you sell it? Yeah. They rule <laughs> they rule studios. Absolutely. So it doesn't matter that Jack in the Box did a 420 commercial. Uh you know, and that Anheuser-Busch, Coors, you know, Constellation. Um, all these beer, tobacco, pharma companies are investing in the cannabis world. Uh, wouldn't they want to bring their products a little closer to a show or a movie that, you know? Yeah. So I, I there are ways around it, and I'm working on it, and I'm hoping to do something in that area because I want the message. I don't want it to be... A stoner show or movie or whatever I'm gonna do I, I don't want it I want it to be funny with a mission from God funny <laughs> yeah somebody in the interview asked me what do you say to the naysayers and I said I haven't run into one naysayer mm-hmm. I've only run into curiosity yeah so I think a show that answers some of those questions will make it easier for the baby boomers that are aging and 70% of them want use cannabis as medical, but that 68% of those say I do it for fun and relaxation too. Yeah, sure.
2: It's an alternative to a glass of wine. Yeah. And a cannabis overdose is a nap, basically.
3: It's a nap. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nap. It's a long nap and some of the dreams can be scary, Yeah, <laughs> but you cannot eat too much, man. I mean, I did that at a rock concert one time. Right, this guy gave me a black beauty.
2: Ooh!
3: Right, I didn't know what it was. Like a goo ball? No, it was a speed back in the '60s. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I took it. Right, Mm -hmm. and I'm with this my buddy going. I need to get off on that. Did you get off on that? I (laughs) get off on that. That guy ripped us off. He's ripping us off. I'm a hippie. Why would he rip me off? I I went to see the guy. Right, and he's got a ripple bottle and a drumstick and red in the face and pounding it to the music. And I go, hey man, you ripped this off. I didn't get off on that. He goes, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> so man, give it some activation time. Uh-huh. So that's uh-huh. why when you do edibles, please start with a low,
2: go low, slow, microdose. Do you have a favorite, uh, like time you got high story, like the first time or memorable? Uh-huh cannabis experience that you could share with us oh
3: we have a strain coming out next year called captain jack it's a Golzar afghanica land strain he brought back from the mountains of marshall reef he's grown it from seed to flower for 42 years it's a land strain very unique it's very high in mercine low in thc but the mercine kind of doubles it because the mercine thins the cellular walls in the brain and makes the CBD and the THC more palatable. So there's an entourage effect. It's, it's a very unique high. Mm. And he used to give that weed to um, the Saturday Night Live crew, John and Danny and the writers and and it is the most fun, creative strain I've ever had. Talk about six guys sitting in a room having a joint, and you have to write something funny. I, I swear, cone heads and all that shit came out of that Captain Jack stuff.
1: We, right before this, we were watching some SNL clips, and there was one that was the dysfunctional Thanksgiving with Mary Gross and Julia Louise Dreyfus and you. And I can... I don't remember it. It's okay. You, like, tie
2: her to a chair and stick a turkey leg in her mouth because she's saying she wants to leave home. You guys are having a big fight.
3: No, wait. I did that with my daughter this Thanksgiving. Are you sure you're not mixing it up? (laughs) (laughs) I think so.
1: I think think what was uh, really neat about watching it is that it was four and a half minutes, no camera cuts where you're cutting to a close-up on a punchline or anything. It was three people doing theater holding the stage and just working it up the stairs, down the stairs, the business, everything about it was so impressive. Well,
3: that's the Second City training hmm. because Second City, it was it was improvisational comedy, but not what we know it as today. Now it's kind of short form comedy. Mm-hmm. By the way, my group does short form. We have a ball. Yeah. We travel the country. Yeah, By we're... the way,
1: I was told to tell you I know the menu. Oh, yeah. I yeah. just
3: started Texas with the menu. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've been eating like shit ever since he left. Yeah, he was in the group. We had so much fun. He was so funny, Brad. He so funny.
1: This is a Brad Morris
3: for everybody listening. Yeah, yeah, Great, yeah, very talented guy. Yeah, yeah. He's extremely funny.
2: And this is with the Board of Comedy.
3: Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, Brad was a neighbor of mine. Get out of here. Brad was a neighbor, and he was the same age as my son. And I used to bring him to Second City, and they would sit on the bench. And Brad got taken away with it. And yeah. One day he went there, just like when I went to see my brother John, and I was sixteen and saw it. I was like, "This is magic. Mm-hmm. I want to be part of this magic." Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Second City, you know, we wrote scenes. We improvised to come up with scenes. So you're writing, you're directing, you're improvising, you're entertaining, and you're doing ensemble work all at once, multiple layers. And you develop how to do that quicker and quicker and quicker. So it was all about characters and relationships and very funny gags. Uh, And the humor usually came from, you know, making fun of the world around you and also making fun of yourselves and the characters. Mm -hmm. Social satire. And so it was theatrical. So when you go to, that's why when all those guys from Second City went to Saturday Night Live, they created that kind of scene work. Mm -hmm. And then as the years go on, it became more about jokes and... Great jokes, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I mean, I'm not saying anything bad. It's just a little different. It's just, you know, it's, it's a maturing of comedy or it's a changing of time. But, yeah, that that makes sense that we did a scene like that. Yeah, well, especially because... And they're usually in the last half hour.
1: Right, yes.
3: Yeah, which is when I think the best stuff is. Yes, because they allow those that kind of scene work.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. just to see you dig in. Hello, my darling. Is um, dinner time already? It's not dinner, it's 5 o'clock, but
3: uh, can I take your car because Chris is not? Yes, busy. you may. Like, where are your keys? Uh, the keys are in the cup holder. Put your foot on the gas, I mean, on the brake. Press it. All right, I'll do my best. Oh, <laughs> honey, I trust you with it. I don't know if I trust myself. Well, just, You know what the best thing to do while you're driving that car? Hyperventilate. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. It's so good. Is it like your heart's outside your body?
3: Oh, it's, 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 she's, I've explained it to her a couple of times. I said, you know, you've taught me what love is. Hmm. Right? A girl, you know. I was on the stage doing a Blues Brothers show in Georgia. Georgia, right across from Savannah. No, it wasn't Georgia. It was South Carolina across from Savannah. July... Fifth, rich guy's birthday I'm doing Blues Brothers outside it is the hottest the most humid time I've ever experienced and we're Danny and I got black suits on, sunglasses and a hat in this heat and we are dancing and I'm really ripping in the first 20 minutes I'm dancing doing grape vines, I'm, I'm just kicking ass mm-hmm. and all of a sudden I start to have this feeling I'm going to pass out. And I'm starting to fall back. And very quickly in my mind, I'm going, this is the way I wanted to go. Yeah. I want to die on stage. And I'm passing out and I'm going, this is it. You know, Papa Tua, you know, the light, you know, here I go, right in the middle of like sweet home Chicago. Beautiful. Perfect death, right? <laughs> and I'm falling back, falling back, and all of a sudden the thought, goes, oh, Jamie's still mad at me. I can't die now. I'll fuck her up. <laughs> and, I, and, got, and I come back to stage, right? And I said, you know, Jamie, you saved my life. The other day. <laughs> uh-huh. So don't feel bad about being angry sometimes at me because that saved my life. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, we can get wrapping it up. Yeah. If so. I sure. I wanted to
2: ask, uh, given the eclipse last night, the lunar eclipse. So
3: beautiful. Mm, did you see it? Oh, yeah. We sat right here in the steps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So
2: do you find yourself paying a lot more attention to the moon uh, now? Oh, Cashew. Oh,
3: uh, It's Is this the time?
2: This is Cashew just like wrap it up? No. It's five
3: o'clock, right? Yeah. It is five o'clock. This is dinner, right? You want me to feed you?
1: Mm. Wow. Wow.
3: <laughs> Is that what this is? This is the five o'clock call, isn't it? You got a clock in that little heart of yours going you? It's
2: five on the dot.
3: <laughs> Cash, Plots, stay, and I'll be with you in one minute. Thank you, darling. That was great, sweetie pie. He's so sweet. I got a lot of sweetness in my life right now. But yes, the moon, yeah, the spirits. I'm um, uh, after again after Peru. That's when you really. An interesting thing, and I'm talking too much, like coffee is really racing me. <laughs> but after that experience in, in the jungle, I've been much more aware of the moon, the sun, the wind, the air, the river, the flow of the river, the, the energy of the river, the energy of this plant. This plant is a spiritual plant, and it'll bring enlightenment to people because it has light. And when you smoke the light, I think it brings light. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And it's spiritual and it brings you closer to the earth. So, yes, I'm aware of it all. <laughs> so, I'm going to shut the fuck up. I think Let's that's do it. Wrap. I mean, that's the plug, right? Um,
2: I do have a question. Yes. Can we visit your farm? Anytime. Is it is it available? Like, Can people come and visit anytime? No, or it's, no. Right,
3: it's, it's, not not a, uh, it's not a... Uh, license, that's an ag grow. Okay. But you can absolutely come as a guest and sign in and yeah. walk around. I'd love yeah. to. Sign a little NDA,
1: no problem. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> you got I it. don't
3: need anything. We're <laughs> not doing anything. Uh... Uh,
1: I think the the one thing that uh, I uh we had asked a, a lot of people online if they had questions, and the one thing was they were hoping you would play harmonica. But I've heard you play it before on things, so I don't want to put you in a position uh, yeah, unless no, you want to rock it.
3: I just don't have it with me. Uh, I have one upstairs,
1: though.
2: Really awesome. Oh, a
1: little off. That's great.
3: That's for the menu.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Yes, thank you.
3: (laughs) Miss your menu.
2: (laughs) That's amazing.
3: Thank you, everybody. (laughs) Goodbye. Thank you.